bacon bit. Ha! Huh. Oh, I like it. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Oh, hold on. Can we try it again? Top of the morning. Top of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, welcome to this week's Bacon Bit. Wait, wait. Are you saying that there's been a movie release that we want to review? Want to is a subjective <laughs> that term. That we're going to review? That we are going to review. Yeah. It's not a brand new movie because what is a brand new movie anymore? But it is currently streaming. But there's a weird line being blurred right now where we have a movie that normally every movie that gets released in streaming it's like whenever it just comes out on streaming we don't care yeah and yeah. it's like the big movies come out in theaters that's now been blurred we're like you know trolls world tour mm-hmm. uh came out exclusively streaming yes it'll probably never see theaters no and then this one we're talking about today which was what zach artemis fowl artemis fowl once more with enthusiasm disney's artemis fowl so this there one was supposed to be in theaters Yes. And then with the pandemic, they said, well, we'll just release it on Disney+. Plus." Well, they're going to blame the pandemic. It was supposed to come out last year. This movie directed by Kenneth Branagh mm-hmm. was... Uh, Kenneth the, Branagh? Yeah. You mean the Kenneth Branagh who directed Thor? No, his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kenneth Branagh. This yeah. was... The budget is $125 million. Okay. It's just weird to see a Kenneth Branagh movie that he's not actually in. Oh, that's so true. He normally he makes he actually like plays Judy Dench playing I the fairy queen. It. That's how good but he he's, is. He's, that's how good he is. <laughs> is this his third? Uh, well, Gilderoy he did, Lockhart. He did uh, Cinderella as well for Disney. Yeah. Yes. So he uh, knocked then, it out of the park. Yeah, that was a that was a good. One. What so are the only live action ones I can tolerate? Actually, yeah, it's good. This was meant to be a big release last year. Yeah, they kind of saw some issues. Also, it was a Fox Disney. You know, when they did the whole merger, kind of a carryover there. Yeah. You can tell the editing had some issues. We'll get into that. So it was originally a Fox production. I actually don't know because oh, okay. Disney, they their hands are all over this. Yeah, because the story was changed for many reasons. Now this is based on a book series, very popular, very popular, and yeah. I don't think anyone who liked the book series. I have never read them, but will enjoy one second. Just of jumping this movie. into it, right. Yeah, like uh, sure, because the adapt- I'm going with Wait, that we straight gotta, adaptation. We haven't even introduced the movie yet. Okay. So Artemis Fowl, mm-hmm. this is the IMDb summary, and we are going to be spoiler-free for the first bit yes. of this. Uh, but Artemis Fowl, a young criminal prodigy, Fake. hunts down a secret <laughs> society of fairies to find his missing father. Eh. That's what the IMDb summary says. So Artemis Fowl, from what I know in the book series, is meant to be like literally a criminal mastermind Mm -hmm. almost an anti-hero anti-villain type and his father in this movie played by colin farrell very for about Mm -hmm. two and a half minutes devastatingly handsome two minutes (laughs) no okay so i kid (laughs) you not okay hold on i said like giving our thoughts no i said i said kids uh let's watch artemis pal tonight because if i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna watch it with kids get their perspective Mm -hmm. and my wife wasn't interested she was upstairs so i turn it on movie starts up Blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, Colin Farrell pops on the screen and starts talking. And I hear my wife go up upstairs say, you didn't tell me he was in this. <laughs> Very handsome. And he's Irish as well in this one. So he's you get the voice as well. Accent, yes. Zach, are you okay? Uh, his scruff is so good. <laughs> it's good scruff. <laughs> he's a, a little bit of a crush. It's George Michael quality scruff. And he's wearing a, like a black suit with a white shirt and a black. T- yep. So, I, I, I okay. It. I'm a little confused because I never read the series. His name, Colin Farrell, is Artemis Fowl. He's Artemis Fowl Sr. And then there's an Artemis Fowl Jr. Yes, who the yes. books are centered around. And, and he's my, the one I, I knew very little about the books. Still mm-hmm. know very little about the books. But I all I have in, in my memory is the, the cover with him with wearing the glasses. Yeah. Yes. That's all I really know. So he is meant to be this not just like wonder kid that some school therapist talks down to. He is meant to be this brilliant 
child who can solve problems just by uh-huh. taking a few minutes and thinking about a detective, uh, they like a, do, a little Sherlock they yes. personality. They, tr- they try in this movie to do a very much BBC Sherlock esque style thing at the beginning. Right. Where it's just like just looking at this, looking at this, looking at that to try to establish. Is that when he was surfing right? off the Irish coast? <laughs> Which you do? Should we just get into the review? Uh, yeah, it's already cracking. The, the, it's the, the bowl is already cracking. I've Our been saving this out. for four days. <sighs> Listener, I want you to imagine a world where you fire up a movie, and then some narration starts from a very friendly Josh Gad doing a Batman impression. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it really is. What? Oh, you don't know what we're doing here, do you? Oh. We're doing. Uh, a narration of a person in interrogation and he's going to talk like though this and occasionally Olaf will come out, but then he'll get back to the scary stuff. Yeah. It's Olaf doing a Batman impersonation. It's an interesting framing. It's actually my least favorite way of framing a story. So, you know, you're getting a narration from a character who is a, a giant dwarf. So he's just a normal sized person. It's the biggest dwarf. It's so cute. Dwarfish gigantus. Um, anyway, he, so he's narrating from the perspective of here's what happened in a, in a interrogation. Um, and so you, he's telling the story of what happened with this kid, Artemis Fowl, which is such a problem because every line in this movie, which is only an hour and 35 minutes long, (laughs) they have no time. So it's all exposition. Yeah, it is, but it doesn't make sense. Well, Okay, you want well, you want to just want to get into your review then, Kent? Well, I think we're kind of jaw jumping in review. on the same type of review. Well, because I mean, did you guys know that this was being critically panned before you watched it? I had no idea. I, so I had heard about the book series. I, I'd heard it before, um, and then you guys told me to watch the movie, so I did. And then after I read reviews and 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 saw that it was it's really getting. Um, demolished and so i felt a little bit of justification yeah because i wanted to enjoy it i wanted to have fun um because i don't know uh, i mean mr movie critic here and, and joel i don't know exactly where you stand but when i watch a movie i instantly sort of put it through a filter and i i try and put my my mind space in you know what's the genre who's it intended for i don't judge all the movies equally which is why i brought my kids in yeah yeah and and so when i thought about okay this is a kid's movie like there are there are dumb kids movies that i love i think i've talked about sky high before on the show like, that's it's a, a good dumb one, kids though. movie that's that a I good love. one um so watch I, sky high don't watch artemis Fowl. oh that's a good movie uh with a very young jason momoa by the way Check it out. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is the long-haired emo flame kid. No, in Sky High. I don't believe Look you. Look it up. It is crazy. That's anyway, not true. It's so true. Um, but anyway, so so I was I went into this with the best of intentions, going, oh, okay, cool, and uh, you know, it, I saw it directed by Kenneth Branagh, and it's got a bunch of cool special effects, and so I uh, when I when I didn't totally wasn't I, I wasn't vibing on it early on, I felt a little bad. I was like, am I supposed to like this? Is it supposed to be good? Right. My filter I watch these things through is this is part one of oh. a hopeful movie series. Oh. Young, I judge it on the young adult adaptation well, yeah. formula. And but, they're supposed to set up a story and then end it, but also lead into possible sequels if, they, if this movie is profitable enough, which so few are. Do you guys remember, I don't know, five, ten years ago? When they were throwing every single YA fantasy novel at the fantasy, if they could get anything to stick and nothing did. Yeah, one movie in and that's it. I think Maze Runner was one of the few that actually got to complete its arc. Yes. Did it? Yes. Yeah, it got through the whole story. Divergent didn't. No. No. Divergent got canceled. Percy Jackson got two movies. Uh, Well, what's the one with the little glass uh, thing they put on their eye? Not Uh, Golden Compass. No, Spiderwick Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Uh That one. Uh, So there's there's a bunch that got thrown Mm -hmm. out. This if 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 this movie were 
released in theaters, it would have bombed terribly. It would have been the biggest embarrassment of the year. It would have. More than Doolittle. You know what? No. And Doolittle, they pull bagpipes out of a dragon's butt. <laughs> it's true. Uh, That's the climax of the movie. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> when this movie ended, because I watched it on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. when it ended, guess what movie popped up as kind of the next suggested one? Oh, no. A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, no. See, that's Which fits perfectly it does. with this movie where it's like, hey, we're trying to do something really cool, but we're going to fall on our face uh, doing it. Hot take? A Wrinkle in Time is better than this movie. Really? Yeah. And I hated that Giant movie. Space Opera. Yep. Is better Giant than Space Opera. Made me smile a lot. Better so than let me Gravelly give, Judy Dench. Let, let, me give my, let me give my spoiler-free review, yes. if I may. I feel like this movie was like being read... Uh, a manual for an electronic at a very fast pace and they don't stop and try to explain anything to you. So they start saying you need to plug this into this because of this and this. And you're like, wait, what? Doesn't matter. Move on. Mm-hmm. Now you got to do this. And you have this component over here and this over here and this over here. And this and you're like, whoa, slow down. Let's figure out. Let's go back to the big. Ba- no, no, no. Then we got this over here. We got a guy that does this. Then we got this. Then we got this. And I was just like, I don't care what's going on because you're not letting me understand anything. Right. I, I hate when movies make me feel stupid. Because I don't feel like I am stupid most of the time. And this movie shouldn't make you feel like you're stupid. It, no, it made me feel stupid because I'm like, why am I not getting what's going on? Why am oh, I not understanding? Because there's nothing to get, though. That's the thing, Joel. But they, th- they start throwing in these different things. And I'm like, am I supposed to care about this character? Why did they switch sides? What happened here? And I got to the end and I was like, I'm actively angry at this movie right now. Yeah. Visually, fun. That, I, not, not like in the sense of like a cohesive okay. story, but I'm like... That's a cool visual. That's a cool visual. Because they spent money on it, for sure. Oh, yeah. You can tell there's a budget here. Yeah. Like when they have this army of... uh, uh, Fairies. Fairies that are like in these like uh, Aquaman suits. Yes. I was like, they actually had to make those. That wasn't cheap. Like for multiple people. Yeah. Uh, Visual effects, you can tell that. Once again, there's money involved in Mm -hmm. here. Uh, There's, for the most part... a giant troll they have to fight a few times. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, I just got to the end and I'm like, what is the point of that? And I th- and I really had the thought of maybe if I had read the books that would have filled in the gaps. No, and then I would have been You'd okay be with this movie. I went and read my friends' reviews, and they said, uh, other people's reviews, mm-hmm. other, including some of my friends, and they said they basically just took the names involved of the books. Everything else is different. They changed this, so much. It's like taking the name Harry Potter and making about putting, a guy who makes pottery. Well, yeah, well, putting him in a, putting the main character in the movie for about 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. And he's not all that smart. He's not really a chosen one. He's just he's told to be smart. If people say he's the chosen one, but he never proves it. They made a bold choice though in making the main character completely unlikable. Yeah. Because are you Well, that's to bad like, acting, I think as well. I just think I kept thinking am I supposed to like this kid? And then they introduced like uh, the butler's daughter, for example. Who? And she's barely in it. Like they're yeah. like, they give her a whole thing of like, here's who she is. She's pretty amazing. She comes in for one scene, makes barely does anything, and then walks away. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Like, wh- I don't understand what you're going for here. Normally, Kenneth Branagh is very good with emotion mm-hmm. and is able to tell a story and like make characters relate. I think this was a bomb from the very get go, but all through the editing room as well. I think okay. there's so much lost in editing that they. Sure. You want to see the Snyder cut of this? No, never, ever, ever. I think they they bought the property and made a different movie, but they couldn't even show that complete movie because they just had to hurry and shell this out on streaming because Disney Plus has got nothing else. Yeah. I was embarrassed for Dame Judi Dench being in this movie. I was embarrassed Again. for Josh Gad being in this movie. I was uh, Colin Farrell actually was embarrassed because he was barely in it. Yeah. 
But overall, I just got to the end and I was like, that was not good. Like, I, I don't hate it, but I really don't like it. Okay. So I'm giving this one and a half stars. Yeah, it's bad. Zach, what'd you give it? I think I'm like a 3.5 out of 10. <laughs> it's pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The spoiler alert. The Josh Gad plays a character that can dig through the ground really quick, quick oh. by eating the ground. Wait, opens wait, 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 wait. His jaw. Are we supposed to wait for the spoilers? This isn't this? a spoiler. It's Nobody a wants character trait. No spoilers here. He, he jumps into the ground. He unlatches his jaw, which becomes huge in and a very he, CGI way. He digs through the ground by eating the ground, and it comes out his butt. Like well, you see with, with heart boxers. He's wearing boxers, and he starts digging in the ground, and all of a sudden, this this like cannon of dirt starts shooting out, out of his, his boxers. Butt. Yeah, and so here's this felt like Josh Gad's character saw a script, unlatched his jaw, jumped into it, and all these words being thrown out is butt. And that's the movie we got. You've said butt so many times in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but it's wonderful. <laughs> it, it's not an enjoyable movie. It's not particularly it's fun to watch. 100% lifeless. It's all set up, but no payoff. This may be one of the worst young adult fiction movies I've ever seen, if not the worst. And I've seen like beautiful creatures <laughs> and things like that. You know, there's some pretty bad ones pretty out bad. there. I want to give this one an F. It seems really, really harsh. I was hoping, I, man, D- maybe I'll even like this movie because there's no other movies that are coming out. It's a D minus. Yeah. It's uh, I will say my kids, I did interview them right after it was over. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah. And I could see in their eyes, they were just trying to process it. And they were like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was their general reaction was yeah. kind of this befuddled. I think I liked it. But then this morning, my, my daughter said something. I don't even remember what it was, but she said, I was thinking about the movie last night and this really didn't make any sense. And she pointed something out. And I was like, oh yeah, they said, she said, they said he's a criminal mastermind, but he didn't really do anything criminal. Spoiler. Like, okay. Time for spoilers. All right. Well, before well, we get to spoilers, sorry, Jason Momoa is not in Sky High. I knew it. I know. See? <sighs> I was so confused. We would have known. No, I really, I give, a, it's, I give it a 3.5, but uh, each one of the three points um, is given to uh, the suits. And then just 0.5 for the movie. What about Colin Farrell? He gets, I mean, all he, the points. He's in suits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. kind of hoping he wasn't in a so, suit. No. Uh, so, so good. Okay. 1.5 stars out of 5, 3.5 stars out of 10, and a D minus. D minus. Don't give me stars. So we're kind of consensus. It's not stars. It's just math. So what? it's just points? It's not a star. It's just a number? It's just a point scale. All right. Anyways. Totally different. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's going to spoil. All right. Here's what we're going to spoil now. We're going to spoil Artemis Fowl. <laughs> I'm spoiling it. That was him digging through something oh my to produce this movie. So okay. speaking of Criminal Mastermind, I want to get there. Go. The only time. And once again, it's this whole movie's tell, never show. The only time you ever yeah, really think true. he is a tell criminal. Show. Yeah. He's a criminal mastermind is because at the end, his dad, when they reclaim him and we'll get there. He says, well, son, now you're ready to come on these journeys with me because you're a criminal mastermind. And I'm like, no, he's not. No, they say at the end, they're like, my name is Artemis Fowl and I'm a criminal mastermind. And I'm like, <laughs> you, you say that, but you're not that. He wears glasses. And what drove me to one of the, what, okay, so jumping to the, the frame, yeah, the yes. frame of the story here, the, the, the foundation of the story is MacGuffin, we have, the MacGuffin chase. Well, no, we have, we have Olaf doing a, his Christian Bell Batman impersonation yeah. and telling a story to MI6. Yes. There are details. It's like how I met your mother, where I'm like, you wouldn't include details like this if you were talking to someone in interrogation. Like, mm-hmm. there's a part where he says, Welcome 
to fairyland. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't say that unless the camera is zooming in and you're talking to the audience. You would not say welcome to fairyland with no visuals to the MI6 people. Yeah. I, I, I just kept, I, it was, I know that I'm picking on that part, but that was just an example of like how bad the narration was. Also, and there's so much to be told here. Apparently, fairyland is corrupt. The, the higher-ups in Fairyland are corrupt, except for Dame Judy Dench, who... Wow, this is elderly abuse. Whoever put her in this movie? <laughs> this and Cats. Her yeah. last two movies are This and Cats. Are you kidding me? If she dies, she's her last M. two movies. She's M. She's M. Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> I'm so mad. I hate this movie so much, I, and I hate you guys you for making me watch it. there was a lot of love when they were showing all these little creatures in Fairyland. You, you, you should almost get credit for that visually. That's what I'm saying. Visually, like they, when they go in there, there's so much happening, and it all looks yeah. very pretty and good. And But then they do this thing where they're saying, hey, fairies are the, the cops of the world, and no one knows we're here, and they're not supposed to know. Wait, we the can, cops of the world? Yeah. I didn't pick up on Well, that. the supernatural cops of the world. Okay. Yeah, they protect the world from seeing... They're basically like the, the Ministry of Magic and Harry Potter trying to make sure that the muggles don't see wizards. And they keep doing this time freeze so that humans... But the it's a men in black time freeze thing. Yeah, well, they, they time freeze people and then they men in black flashy thing people. Yeah. But then the time freeze only works on some people? Well, the time freeze is fluctuating and almost breaking every time they use it. But why did Artemis Magic and his butler, Magic. blue-eyed butler not... Don't call him butler. His name's butler, but don't Samuel call him butler. You mean Samuel Jackson from Push? <laughs> but why, did they, why did they not freeze? I didn't get that because they weren't all the way. In <laughs> I it. have no answer okay. for you. No. Okay. I, I have to admit something like about 20 minutes in the movie. I was like, okay, I'm going to fall asleep. I got to check my phone. Just like move around. So yeah. I check my phone and then I look back and something else is happening. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? What's happening? And then I wait well, another 20, 30 minutes. It's just choppy. And I went, okay, I got to, I'm going to get a snack. Cause I'm once again, I was falling asleep. So I went and grabbed some sunflower seeds, came back down. And all of a sudden Artemis and uh, the fairy were best friends. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how did that, happen like they were there he he traps this fairy yeah he's meant to be a, a jerk, cage actually and then like you're supposed to keep these glasses on so that the fairies don't control your he mind took them off he takes them right off and he and i was like wait why are they friends now is she is she mind controlling them oh it's oh, okay joel no. it's so funny because he goes like hey you know uh, i'm gonna take my glasses off and she's like can you trust me and and then he she punches him and then she says now we can trust each other and it's funny and then olaf okay <laughs> Olaf Batman comes and he's meant to track him down, but yeah. he's a good guy. He's the only one who seemingly has any sort of charm and it's worn out very quickly. But I did like the part where he's like, he was, and here's, and this is the best part of the story. Why was he arrested? Here's where I come here. And why was Artemis Fowl Sr. supposed to be in trouble for stealing like art pieces? It doesn't make any sense. There's no backstory here. Well, okay. Because so he wait. was taken from a super fairy. So Olaf Batman was hired by Dame Judy Dench to go inside because apparently there's some law where fairy can't fairy kind can't come in a house unless they're invited because they're vampires. I don't know. Uh huh. But then they say you get it you dig in and find this thing and you're hired and working for us. He gets in there and all of a sudden he's working with Artemis. Why? Why is this loyal to me to Artemis Fowl? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently also this movie only has well, like, I, I'm legitimately oh, yeah. asking, like did I miss something? No. Or is it really just no, you it miss really nothing. It, it jumps doesn't make any sense so quick that you're like, okay. That's why it feels so lifeless. Um 90% of this movie takes place inside a mansion. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. who cares? Why would you Surfing do that? Surfing on the, on the shores of Ireland. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's a MacGuffin chase plot with no chase. In, in the house. If there's no, and, there's and no journey. The, the MacGuffin is one of the worst explained MacGuffins ever because when it's used at the end of the movie to save Artemis Fowl Sr., mm-hmm. it's like they ran out of time and she goes, and yeah. he's about to die and then he's back 
Yeah. And then it's just over. And then the character did die and you're like, oh man, that's, oh, okay. that's, that's harsh. That's really the lifeless stuff. And then all of a sudden the fairy's like, clear. Just kidding, magic when, exists, they not dead. when the butler's dying, I was like, oh wait, should we don't care? Don't the butler. Yeah. Because that came into play. Yeah. They're like, his name is Butler, but don't call him the Butler or he'll break you in half. Does anyone once in the entire movie call him Butler and he gets mad at him? No. If you're going to introduce... It's never used. The, is it Chekhov's gun? Is that what it is? Yes. Uh, if you're going to introduce yes. that, you should have a payoff. Yeah. It's up. just it, the entire thing is lifeless. Uh, like, yeah, a main character dies in self-sacrifice and you should care. And you just go, oh, okay. And then comes back because, you know, it's a kid's movie and that's yeah, fine. And I get that Disney has to do that. Like, I'm, right. not, I'm not mad about that, but I was like, there was really no stakes here. No, and it's I, completely I, neutered. I couldn't tell who was working for whom, honestly. How they were like... <laughs> there was one scene where Judy Dench is like, you know, uh, we need to restore magic to no, the talk fairy like in her. this house. We need to <laughs> restore magic. And the, the one bad guy's like, no, we can't do that. And she goes, hey, and she talks to this other guy. Why do you think I made you a four-star general? Get in there. And I'm like, I never saw him become a four-star general. When this did this is happen? A, yeah, this is why you're a captain. Well, so then you have yeah, yeah. Opal Kobai. Oh, oh, Opal Kobai. Oh, my gosh. The, the, the voice modulated face figure. So I thought I was very smart at the beginning of the movie because it showed Opal Cowboy. It showed this hooded figure talking into this green light. You don't see their face. And they're like, I've Do got like your father. Yeah. And you need to pay. And then it flashed to uh, Holly Short, the, mm-hmm. the fairy cop the main fairy cop and it flashed to her and I thought, Oh, I bet she's really, she's the one who kidnapped her, his dad. Like she wants this thing back because her dad's being blamed. Okay. Like I thought Quit I writing out. a better movie, but that's, that's the thing. I thought, okay, that'll be a good twist. And then I was waiting for Opal Kaboy to be like at first. Okay. So I had closed captions on. Okay. And at first it just said raspy voice. Yes. And then they said they exposed her to be Opal Kaboy, Who's apparently a powerful fairy planning to wipe out humankind. And then with, an, the, with the, the magical acorn. Yeah. yeah. And then from then on, the, the closed captions call it said Opal whenever she talked. And I thought, OK, we're going to see Opal. Big reveal. Who's this Opal person? Nope. You never see her. We'll never find out. And then the showdown. There is literally no showdown between the main bad guy and the main good guy. They got to the end of the for the beginning of the second act because they fought a troll in the house. They fought a, they fought a troll at a at a at a wedding. And then they found yes. a troll in the house. Those are the they only made, the they made the troll angry and then he released yeah. him again. We gave him a bunch of stuff he was allergic gave to. Caffeine. He's so mad. And I was like, hey, you give him allergic to, he's going to go to anaphylactic shock and die. I but wish, then I that's wish, it. I wish that's we would all win his anaphylactic shock. That's the climax, though, is this troll fight that we already saw before. <laughs> what were they thinking? Did they think this was going to whet people's appetite? And they said, hey, we're going to maybe spend less money, but we're going to release a sequel on Disney Plus as well. This has no business being a major release movie. This could be the guts of a cool Disney Plus series. It, there's well, something here there that, that is as in, a series. That's actually their intention with Percy Jackson. They're going to reboot it as a Disney Plus well, series. Well, that works great. That's great. Accurately. It really did. But they got two movies out of it? Two movies, but both were terrible. And I saw bombed. Pierce Brosnan as a centaur. You weren't up with that? No. I saw a comment on a, on a YouTube video about this where it was like, um, sorry, Artemis Fowl fans. Love a Percy Jackson fan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. This are the sorry Percy Jackson or sorry Artemis Fowl fans. This will pass. Like it, it just these you just terrible these terrible adaptations of these things that you want to see on the screen. It just it's so disappointing if you're a fan, and it's like, so infuriating if you're not. Last, last I checked, nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Nine. Joel, I'm just saying, like, you know, we've had Brandon Mole on the show. He's a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. 
I know he, um, some studio has development rights to they've, Fablehaven. They've optioned Fablehaven a couple times. He should, he should take that money and hope that they never make it. That's what I keep Honestly. telling Honestly, yeah. But I, I would love to see Fablehaven come to the, it, to it the large screen. It never can this way. But I would, I, I would much prefer, like, like a, Zach said, a TV series. A TV series where you can have time to kind of grow and, and develop and these characters and mm-hmm. tell the story that's in the books. Now, I'm not saying movies, books can, book series can never be made in movies. Look at Harry Potter. They, they stripped it down, and I love the books more than the movies. Of course. But they stripped it down to a point where it's still recognizable as your movie, as your story. Yes. But Super coherent. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Cuts it's kind out of a lot of the too. cool stuff, but that's fine. Yeah, you well, don't get the whole spew thing and mm-hmm. things like that. But that's even then, of... as, as that franchise went, and I respect this, as that franchise of movies went, especially those last three movies, they diverge from the books a little bit. Yeah. Because they were following what they were, and I actually respect that. So, yeah. like your your prime examples for me of book at it, like like the Harry Potter and then Lord of the Rings, where mm-hmm. they they are true to the roots, and then they do a little bit of their own thing, and it's cool balance. I right. did just I barely read Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring for the first time, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to read kind of what they left in and what they cut out. And I was like, you know what? I respect Peter Jackson even more now. Yes, because he was able to say. Let's cut this out is this very part. palatable right here. Yeah, yeah. it's like let's let, let's Tom cut Babadil this part is out. Cool. Yeah, let's cut it out. And what is essential here? And yet, also, what do the fans want to see? Mm-hmm. And even improving because Gandalf does not say you shall not pass in the right. book. He's just like you cannot pass and repeats it a couple of times to him. But it's like the way they did it in the in the movie right. was very powerful and works for cinematics all time. But all time great. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, we can't compare this because it will always pale in comparison but as a movie like based on your skill yeah. is this movie for kids is it simple enough for kids i would say no no it's no. i i didn't get it for a second so it doesn't have that visual interest because there's right. too much i've said it before uh when we watch a movie my kids uh like to ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. in the moment like who's that person and i'm like trust the movie that's that's my mantra in movies is trust the movie and i said that multiple times at the beginning where they're like who's this person i'm like trust the movie because a good movie will eventually explain things to you. It'll cause confusion, and yeah. it's intentional, because then when you get the information, you feel so much better about Did it. Did they stop asking questions? They kept asking questions. I stopped saying, trust the movie. <laughs> I started saying, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's so true. I don't know. And so, but would if this movie were a straight to streaming, first of all, I don't think we would have done a review on it. No. If yeah. it was always attention. But would you guys be as harsh on it? Yes. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I just think why I want it to be streaming is not so it can be a lesser thing, but so it can be a fleshed out story. I think that we culturally are used to this more long form storytelling of uh, books should not be translated into two hour movies anymore. They need to be longer form. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want this as a series because Mm -hmm. it's a series of books as well. Right. Yeah. So there's multiple stories to tell. There's clearly a lot of lore there and to cram it all into the longest 90 minutes is just unfair. And Disney was the wrong studio to make this or Fox if they did start this because Artemis Fowl is meant to be a jerk. Ten books, it looks like here from looking yeah. at. Yeah, and I, I think they really kind of just ruined the character by trying to make him in every kid because there's nothing yeah. special about yeah. Artemis Fowl. I, I'll be honest, this actually does make me want to read the book series, though. 
I think there's. I think that's a cool idea. I might have this, included some spinoffs spin when I said ten. This yeah. smart kid who's gonna you know be a criminal mastermind. That no, sounds cool and fun and breezy. And I'd read mm-hmm. that when he's talking to the to the psychiatrist and he's being so such a jerk. Yeah, I really got put off by the character. I'm like, is this the kid we're supposed to be rooting for? Mm-hmm. I hope he has some sort of growth. Nope, he has no growth. He's. I feel like movie. he's barely in this movie. Yeah, no, he's barely in it. He, I it mean, shouldn't I don't know. It's mostly Judy Dench. Oh, and and <laughs> doing uh, this the whole time, and top the, of the morning, and the fairy elf girl. Yeah, Holly Short. Yeah, that that to me, it's it's more of a movie about her. I would say she's the main character. Yeah, because the action revolves around her. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's really, really bad. It's, really it's would you good. call it? Would you call it foul? Oh, mm. penalty box. I'll, I'll, I'll sit wow. down. <laughs> but yeah, don't don't see this one if you happen to needs something to watch on streaming there's there must be several other good choices oh, yeah. there's th- other good choices on disney plus go watch go watch the shaggy dog or the absent-minded professor like these old black and white ones mm-hmm. you'll have such so much more fun than you will watching this brand new bright and colorful movie yeah so skip it it's a skip from all of us i think yeah but if you've seen this one if you have a differing opinion let us know if there's a uh, something about the movie that you hate that we didn't bring up also, let us know. Yeah. And I want to hear from book fans, too. Uh, let us know if if we're wrong, if book fans actually did appreciate it, because everything I saw said no. Yeah. So All there right. you go. So till next time, till the next crappy streak-to-streaming movie. This has been Bacon Sale. Ha, ha, ha.